I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. The The Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched the premiere of Becca's season. I have so many thoughts and feelings, and I had a lot of visceral reactions Mm. watching the show Mm. um i'm so excited the preview looks crazy this episode here was crazy like i just feel like there's so much to talk about and it's a new season we did the bachelor with ari but this is a whole new it's a whole new world right now that we're entering and i'm very excited maybe it's excitement i'm excited yeah yeah it's like uh, it's like overwhelming excitement (laughs) overwhelming the first episode is always so overwhelming yeah that's what it is just overwhelming excitement okay First, like, let's just get into it. What are your let's initial thoughts, Justine? So my initial thoughts, as soon, literally as soon as I clicked that off button on that TV, was <laughs> that this is why we wait through the most garbage season of The Bachelor <laughs> <laughs> to get this good, nice, juicy, grade A, ribeye filet mignon of a Bachelorette season. <laughs> yes! Because that was so exhausting. It was laborious. Mm-hmm. The what? Uh, the Ari season was laborious. Oh, Ari. That was, that's the word I would use to describe it. I don't it. know what word that is. I missed that one on the SATs, but okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. It was just say, hard work. It was just hard yeah, work. Yeah, yes, it was. It was. And just it really was. exhausting. And I am just so happy for this messy, good juice. And I think it's going to be a little bit more relatable, even though she's dating 25 guys at the same time, and I've mm-hmm. never even dated, like, three guys at the same time. I think it's <laughs> going to be really, um, I think she's going to just have some issues that everybody can relate to, so I'm really excited about that. What are your initial yeah. thoughts, friend? I agree. I'm just excited because we never, as women, get to see, like, the funk that men go through. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's just amazing to just be able to watch 25 or however and many guys in a house 
crying mm-hmm. and going through all the emotions that as a women we know very well <laughs> we go through them we know them very well we get clowned and shamed for being emotional and all that yep. shit and now we get to watch these guys go through it so that most more than anything that i'm very excited about mm-hmm. um my initial thoughts okay first things first colton is my baby daddy <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's definitely going to be an immaculate conception because he is a virgin, which, I mean, we'll have more on that later. More on that but later, yeah. That honestly just made me love him even more. But I'm having uh, just anytime he came on screen, I was just having a reaction to it. So mm. I don't know what I'm going through, why he is triggering me in this way, but <laughs> I love Colton. <laughs> also, the guys overall. It's just a, a. I think it's a very interesting mix of guys. You have mm-hmm. some like stunners. You have Colton. You have Blake. Ricky. Yeah. Ricky. I think is really good looking. I and love Ricky. I know you love some Ricky. Look at your face right now. I'm looking at Justine on Skype, and she is like going through it. My contacts are about to fall out. Yes, Ricky is fine. Chris, Kriston, whatever his name is, yeah. the the basketball player, mm-hmm. gorgeous. So you have them, like some just straight stunners. Then you have a whole bunch of duds. Like, (laughs) just a collection of what I like to call generic white man, numbers one through ten. I'm going to be mixing them up all season. (laughs) They're just not giving me any life whatsoever. Just very, just boring or, I I don't even know how to categorize them yet. I still need to get to know them, I guess. Um, so it's just an interesting collection of people. Okay, before we get into the recap, though, we do have, of course, some church, church announcements. announcements. Without your program, we are at church right now, y'all. <laughs> uh, first things first. Um, so before we get into the emails, Justine and I do have a Facebook page for the podcast. If you search Two Black Girls, One Rose on Facebook, we are there. Please share us with your family, your friends. You can write us a review. You can write us a little note. Um, just if, you, if you're someone that uses Facebook a lot, we're there now, so go and find us. Second thing I wanted to say is please, we urge you, do not send us any spoilers. Oh, my God. Don't please. tag us any spoilers. We get a lot of emails now, and tags on twitter and things very excited i'm always excited to see what you guys send but i'm urging you please don't send us any spoilers about the season i know some people love spoilers we do not we don't want to know any major plot points because it'll really just taint just the recaps every episode yeah yeah so i don't mind any juice and tea and stuff like that as long as it doesn't you know spoil anything for the season Mm -hmm. so just wanted to put that out there yeah Okay, what emails did we get? Now we got some good emails this week. Uh, you Floridians, you guys really came through. Because all my Florida shaming last week. God. And I'm, I'm actually in Florida right now, guys. Yeah. That's why Justine and I are on Skype. I'm in Florida right now. so And it, it's been a good trip so far. People have been very nice to me. So. Oh, jeez. Uh, but Molly emailed us. She's from a small town in Florida. She's from Niceville, which is so insane to me that that's a real place. Um, and uh, she just emailed us about how Floridians are a little, a little kooky. But then she also emailed us a little bit of tea 
um, that Jean Blanc is apparently also from Niceville. <laughs> what? He's from her same town? Yeah. I totally missed that. Next up is Will, um, uh, male. This is a rare, a rare sighting in the inbox. Yes, I love the male uh, listeners. Yes, love them. So I will. And he emailed us some very odd tea about Lincoln. Just about him having some weird um, bathroom sanitary habits at his old workplace. People and this was like an things. article, wasn't it? This was an article yeah. in like... Uh, this is an article in lifeandstylemagazine.com. So very credible, very yeah. credible source. Pretty credible. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and also just, just nasty. Um, <laughs> um, and then Vanessa... Vanessa, girl, hey. We see you on Twitter. We see you in the inbox. Hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, girl, hey. Um, she emailed us an entire uh, mathematical algorithm about <laughs> the winners and who does what and our thoughts and our takes on it. Right. So what she was saying in the email was about if you watch the previous Bachelorettes, who they gave their first impression rose to was who ended up winning the show. Mm-hmm. So that just says, to me, that says a lot about just women and knowing, you know, who to choose. Yep. And if you look at the track record between The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, Bachelorette has a very better, has a better track record versus The Bachelor where the only person who's still married to their original choice is Sean and Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the crowning glory of The Bachelor franchise. Yeah. So either you need to be a woman Yep. <laughs> or you need to be Sean, who was a Christian man. Yep. Remember that? Uh-huh. He was a Christian man. So you got to be bathed in the blood of Jesus for <laughs> this process to work for you, basically. So very interesting take uh, from Vanessa there. Thank yes. you. Thanks, boo. All right. Are we going to just jump right in? We're going to jump into this recap? Go right in. Yep. Oh, Lord. All right. So the episode opens up with Becca, who is bawling and (laughs) looking at just old Polaroids of Ari essentially Mm -hmm. and she's talking about how this year has just been a complete roller coaster for her you know we see the flashback of the proposal this dreaded proposal that Ari did lord (laughs) have mercy and we see a lot of you know behind the scenes pictures and footage of them you know when they were together and all happy hunky dory all that jazz so then we get a flashback to ari's despicable breakup Mm. with becca because we just have to be reminded yet again (laughs) Again. of this tragedy and his whole foolishness again of where he said i will never forget this when he said this to becca i felt so bad for her he said some shit about like the more the more i'm with you the more i'm losing my chance with lauren (laughs) 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 you remember he said that I can't. Oh my god. And so, yeah, we had to go through all that foolishness again. Again. And then we see Becca, you know, just walking along in the snow. Yes. Saying how she, you know, went back to Minnesota and, you know, just had to basically get her life back together. And she reminds us again about her dad who had passed away and how he was just an amazing dad and an amazing husband. Um, we see her with her mother and was that Aunt Rhonda? Who was that she was sitting with? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's her sister. 
She, that's her sister. She looks very different from her. Yeah. She had wild hair. She reminded me of like Bette Midler from yes. like Hocus Pocus or something. Anyways, so she's sitting with her mom and uh, <laughs> she's sitting her mom and Bette Midler. Bette Midler. <laughs> she's sitting with her mom and Aunt Rhonda. I'm assuming I don't know. And they're just like, you know what? This is this was what was supposed to happen. Hold on, I just have a thought about this. Mm-hmm. Her family literally looked like the physical embodiment of shaking my damn head. <laughs> <laughs> like her mom was looking like mm. her mom. Yes, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> if she knew how to say, mm, she would. <laughs> she would. <laughs> Oh my oh god. god. No, that's true. They were like, you know what? Ari ain't shit. We are so tired of dealing with this. Girl, yeah. it was supposed to happen. Now you're the bachelorette. Let's go. Um, so Becca, she's just thankful for all the support that people have been showing her. She just mm-hmm. went through one of the most public, disgusting breakups ever. <laughs> Even if you didn't watch The Bachelor, you knew you about knew. the breakup. Like everybody knew. Um, and she's just, you know, ready and excited for this new exciting chapter. So then we see Becca, she arrives in the man to the mansion. I loved her outfit in this scene. I don't remember it. What she She doing? was wearing like this frilly blue I wanna say polka dot, like oh, mini yay. dress. Yes. And then yes. she had like the beige leather jacket, mm-hmm. she had the stilettos, her yep. legs, she had legs for days. Yep. She just looked amazing. She looked like a bachelorette you know yeah. what i mean yeah and she was doing Amazing. that aerial yoga earlier oh she was that the... is so expensive <laughs> is it i oh, don't know about i looked it up on groupon and i was like never will i ever be doing <laughs> any of this you can afford the groupon i can't afford the groupon oh god Ooh. yeah that's that up like you really need upper body strength and core yes. and all that shit so mm-hmm. i'm sure she was you know doing a lot of that before the show yeah shape yeah so anyway she arrives at the mansion and inside we have rachel mm-hmm. rachel Lindsay, caitlin bristow and jojo whose last name i do not know mm-hmm. and they are all there ready to give her their you know bachelorette wisdom and yeah. all that jazz quick question Ooh. how many of mm-hmm. those people are married um, none. All just okay. still engaged. Just wondering. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Still engaged. Okay. Rachel, to be fair, she was last season. Yeah, so she was she, just last season. Yeah. She got time or whatever. JoJo was the season before, so I'm not sure what's happening there. Caitlin now. Is Caitlin never was going to marry <laughs> Has no plans. I'm getting married. Caitlin has been with Sean for... This is now... We're in... She was three epi- three seasons ago. Mm. I'm not sure what's happening there with the plans for the wedding, but they're still together. So I guess okay. that's, that's saying something. Loving Rachel's hair. I loved it too. I loved the unit. Loved it. it yes. Good. It was like a nice, I'm thinking this was like a 24 inch mm-hmm. virgin Brazilian Remy hair. Was. that's that good hair yeah very good hair straight from india <laughs> <laughs> so jojo reminds us that she actually can really relate to becca because she went through a very similar experience with ben higgins mm-hmm. so ben higgins had told her that he loved her and she's thinking she was going to win the whole damn thing and then she got blindsided when he sent her home mm-hmm. so she went through a very 
mm, kind of similar. Not as bad as Becca, I want to say, because Becca yeah. was full on engaged to this man, but she went through a similar kind of heartbreak in a way. Um, and so, you know, they're chit chatting about that. Now, my girl Rachel here mm. had the very wise idea, in my opinion, to sage this house. Yeah, yeah. This Cleanse. is very necessary. This yep. place needs a cleansing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad juju in this place. <laughs> now, Caitlin was sitting there like, "What? what is this? I don't understand. Mm. The saging, like what? Just so confused. She's the type that's living in a house that she ain't never blessed. Ooh, with like no Bibles in it? Ain't no Bibles there. Oh. She moved in. She didn't do no sage. Nobody came and did a prayer. Did a prayer? Oh, yes. no. Yes. When I moved into my little apartment, my mom did a whole sage thing. We yeah. did a whole spiritual rejuvenation of that apartment. Because who the hell knows what the hell was going on in there before I lived in there? Who knows? We have a Bible in every room. Yes, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. So she over there talking about what is this, and I knew exactly what Rachel was doing. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, that's pretty Dude, basic though. To say your place is like a place. Yeah. You're about to have an experience to find your husband. Like I need this whole place cleansed and blessed. Yeah, okay? for sure. So I loved that they did that and they showed that. Um, now JoJo, this is what you said earlier. JoJo reminded Becca that all three of those girls gave their first impression rose to the guy that they eventually chose in the end. Mm-hmm. And so that just made us as viewers just think, okay, whoever she gives the first impression rose, that guy, based on statistics or whatever yeah. you want to call this, yeah. is probably going to be around for a little bit. So then, time to meet the guys. Mm-hmm. So they do the little. I don't know if they call this like they home go home video. I guess home videos. Yeah. I wonder how they choose which guys to show and how that whole thing just happens. I know too. So the first guy is Clay, black guy. Oh, yeah, Clay. Clay, thirty NFL player. He's doing his little drills. He's been in the NFL for nine years. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how he doesn't really fit the. You know, NFL fuckboy stereotype, <laughs> essentially. He didn't say that, but that's essentially what he was getting at. Yeah. So then we meet Clay's family. He comes from this very big, like, biracial family. Mm-hmm. His dad's black, mom's white. Everyone and you were looks... right. His body is, like, on His body point. is on point. Yeah. On point. And Clay just seems like a very nice guy. He seems like a guy that parents love. Yeah, like anybody yeah. could bring him home to meet their parents. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. he would just fit right in and just charm the shit out of them. Then, right after Clay, Garrett. Ew. Oh my god. I don't even know what I was doing. I think I just went right into my food and my drinks, like, mm, Garrett. <laughs> Tone the hell out. So, Garrett, 29, Reno, Nevada. Nevada, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was speaking in this weird, like, Minnesota accent. So strange. He was, like, cracking himself up. Like, <laughs> yes. nobody was laughing at this. I don't know what this was. Then we see him doing his, like, river fishing, mm-hmm. hiking, all his, like, outdoorsy foolishness. <laughs> So now we need to talk about Mr. Gary because I know we got some tea on we did. this here um, 
Trump supporter. So, <laughs> Justine, what we got? We got some tea on Garrett through a thread of um, a young lady named Ashley. She was tagged in a bunch of the Instagram photos that he likes, and I guess an Instagram account of, like, I don't know, like, bigot.com. Like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> but it's all these crazy memes about social justice issues, right? A lot about um, uh, Colin Kaepernick protesting and just everything against what we stand for on this podcast and mm-hmm. what I think the basis of... America stands for, honestly, as well. Mm. What really stuck out to me was the one that said, when I grew up, boys did this, and it was two boys, like, shooting in a field Mm -hmm. with little army hats, and then it's, like, what boys do now, and they have, like, winged liner on and lashes. And Mm -hmm. that really made me upset, because as just a makeup wearer and lover, um, just that, that men don't have the freedom to express themselves and create... A lot of it people. was shaming. It was. It could be argued to be either like homophobic or yeah. shaming people who identify on the gender spectrum. Yep. It was being very uh, just prejudiced. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is about a lot of people in the comments of the thread, they were like, "Oh, I don't like politics in my reality TV," but this isn't politics. No. What he this was is talking about. Mm-mm. And, and even what he liked was not politics. A lot of the screenshots were disturbing. It was yeah. like things with like Tommy Lahren, that racist yes. dumb bitch. Yeah. Um, like things with her that he was liking. It was things about just like guns mm-hmm. and um, a lot of like protest things against liberals. Yeah. And the, you know, it was just very pro conservative MAGA Trump America. Yeah. And yeah, Garrett fuck you Garrett you gotta go boo you gotta go you gotta go you just gotta go Mm -hmm. um so that's him so we're going in with that context (laughs) (laughs) now that we have the context of Garrett we clearly don't fuck with him at all and we'll be clowning his MAGA ass all damn season every week every week every moment we can so moving right along um Jordan 26 professional model allegedly (laughs) supposedly that photo shoot when i tell you i fell out that man had a singular man with the camera and one of those not even a light box it was like a light flag (laughs) (laughs) he was just taking random pictures it's random like his friend with an iphone Mm -hmm. taking pictures by the lake in crystal falls florida where the fuck he was i can't they just kept going on and on about modeling mm-hmm. and how taxing it is at a model and just all his model, model, model foolishness. Yeah. This man 100% does not have a contract with any major <laughs> modeling company. There's no way. Like, whatsoever. So, go sit down, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Then we got to see Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Uh, so another, cute. you know, man of the african diaspora because he is from africa mm-hmm. um born in nigeria we saw his cute little baby photos yeah he was talking about how his mom has been giving him a hard time mm-hmm. about getting married now you know that's an understatement because he's coming from a nigerian mama yeah so so he should have gotten married three years ago uh, three years ago and now he's on this here show <laughs> <laughs> trying to marry this white woman from minnesota like she don't even know who her son is anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god next was joe who we loved oh my god we loved favorite joe. 
You yeah, you really love Joe. I, I love, love Joe. Uh, loved Joe from the cast photos. Joe's thirty one, Chicago, owns the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Now his accent is not my favorite. I didn't know what a Chicago accent was. Uh-huh. Now I recognize it, and it's it's not my favorite. Oh my god, it's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> really? Oh my god, it's so cute. <laughs> I don't know what to categorize it. It like has like Boston elements, yeah. and it's like harshness, mm-hmm. but it's not as. Uh, it's not as uh, coarse as Boston, but it has its <laughs> it has its own little thing to it. Either way, I don't like it, but loved Joe nonetheless. He reminds me of a just the way he talks, and he was talking about like the tomatoes in the grocery store and mm-hmm. some shit he was talking about. He reminds me of like a '90s uh, like rom com best friend character. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it's, like, who's got mail? And he was, like, the best friend to <laughs> Tom Hanks or whoever the hell was in that damn You movie. know what it is, too, is, like, his leather jacket that he wears with, like, the zip. Aww. It like, that's yeah. just... He reminds me, he would just be, like, a really good husband. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think he'd yeah. be very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I think this. This is coming from <laughs> the basis of nothing. Literally. But he just... 40 seconds on the screen. <laughs> but we both just got really good vibes from him yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, okay, next we saw Jean Blanc. Another black guy. Yes. Right. From Haiti, originally. Okay. He's, okay, so he's into cologne and watches and yeah. ties and like very like gentlemanly things. I mm-hmm. thought he called it a term. I don't... Did oh, I miss that? No, right. I definitely um, missed that. Oh my okay, god, I was <laughs> making this open. <laughs> so he's into like the finer things in life, I guess. I, I guess know. in his, uh, you know what? Let me not. <laughs> let me not. Let me not. Um, he's into the finer things in life, but he also has a twelve hundred dollar cologne, which okay is a solid month's rent in New York City, and Thank maybe you live you. in Florida. So. So that's like three months rent where you are. What are you doing, my guy? My guy, three months rent on a bottle of fragrance, a bottle of juice. I mean, everybody has their passions. Yeah, everybody has their like maybe not even yeah passion, a vice. Even I would call that if you're spending twelve hundred dollars on one thing, that's officially a vice. Uh, absolutely that is just overconsumption of foolishness yeah that is yeah. a vice for sure but whatever we'll mm. we'll see more of jean, jean blanc yeah later on later on next whew, my baby daddy colton yeah boo my boo so i literally gasped at this moment i think i texted you like yeah i just gasped with this man <laughs> So, first of all, his outfit that he had on, his little prompt, he was, like, shooting the ball, like, tossing a football, I think, with somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell he had on. It was, like, a velvet zip-down. Yeah, it was terrible. Hoodie with yeah. some leather sleeves. I don't know. But then I saw that gold cross chain. <laughs> <laughs> and that, to me, just screams white boy swag. Yeah, yeah. And I have, a I have a, it's a thing, I have a little weakness for white boys who exhibit any negro tendencies <laughs> that's what I'm trying to I think that's the way to put it 
god. Okay, quick, quick, quick side note. There is this football player, white guy, Travis Kelsey. Let me tell he you something about Travis Kelsey. What you know about Travis Kelsey? <laughs> no, I don't know about Travis Kelsey. Does every Wait. black girl know about Travis Kelsey? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you watch his show? Because he had a show. No, I don't trust men like that. I don't trust <laughs> white men who can dance that well. I don't like it. I don't like oh, it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's known for his uh, mm-hmm. touchdown dances. Have you seen him Millie Rock? Oh, God, I can't. Just melting. Mm. So Travis Kelsey, I don't know if anybody watched this. He had a show on, I want to say VH1 or Bravo, one of those messy channels, where it was basically The Bachelor. Like, Mm -hmm. he was looking for a woman. Um, It was full of black girls. He ended up choosing a black girl then. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not with her currently. He's with another black girl who is gorgeous and hilarious. I follow her, like, separately on Instagram. Oh. Okay. But Colton was giving me Travis Kelsey vibes, and Travis Kelsey is like my guilty pleasure white That's boy. So a strong reach. That's it was a reach. the vibes. It was the vibes. Okay. It was the vibes. Okay. Travis Kelsey, he's on just the other end of Negro tendencies. Yeah. Like he really got them. Like you could just but, bring him to La Marina, and he would just fit right in. Oh, he would thrive. <laughs> he would thrive. <laughs> But Colton, Colton's giving me the vibes. He yeah. might not have it exactly there, but he's giving me the vibes. Okay. Um, but also, I just love Kel- uh, Colton. He has this nonprofit, the Colton Underwood Legacy Foundation, mm-hmm. which is about you know raising awareness for cystic fibrosis, or his cousin suffers from cystic cystic fibrosis. And I just, you know, I love me a man in the nonprofit world. Yeah, that is my jam. I tend to go for. Just regular schmegular nonprofit guys who are broke, but he is an NFL guy, so yep. he at least has some money behind mm-hmm. him. So he is extra my type. Um, so yeah, that was my boo. So now Becca arrives at the mansion. Love her. Let's talk about her dress. Love the She was wearing a. It was like an off-white, like cream, mm-hmm. right? It was like a beat. It was like fully beaded, like yeah. all types of beads. It looks like a very, very heavy dress. Beaded halter, very low back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved it. It hugged her all the way down. I could never wear this dress because I have boobs. Yeah, me too. You have more boobs than me, so yeah, that's we for damn sure can wear that. Not even an option. <laughs> um, but it, it looked phenomenal on her, mm-hmm. so I'll give her that. So she rolls up to the mansion and dusty ass Chris Harrison is (laughs) standing waiting for her. He just slept himself down the stairs from his nap upstairs. Because you know he don't do nothing. No, he doesn't do anything. Can we get Chris Harrison's job? (laughs) We would turn this show out. (laughs) Because he don't do nothing. He don't add no like comic relief. Mm -mm. He doesn't really serve any like unique value am i being too mean here (laughs) no no he really doesn't add anything he's so comfortable in his position of not doing shit of (laughs) straight doing nothing (laughs) he's he's now just like like he chris harrison could literally be anybody anyone anybody swap in any he's basically just there now out of just longevity yeah because he's not really bringing much value at all as a host to the show Mm mm-hmm so, I mean, 
I'm trying to be harsh, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, whatever. Nothing. So anyways, um, she he greets her and, you know, they kiki in. So the first limo pulls up. Mm-hmm. First out the limo is my boo, Colton. Yep. Who, let's bring up, just rewind real quick to Rachel season, mm-hmm. who was first out the limo. Peter. My husband. Yes, Peter. yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a theme here. So Colton comes out. He's wearing his like navy and black suit, which mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, I like that. Saw a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Navy and black suit. He had this like these confetti bomb things. That was so cute. It was very cute. I liked it. And didn't he say, "Let's get it popping"? He did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. <laughs> Negro tendencies. What did I say? <laughs> What you know about popping? <laughs> With no G. No G at the end. No G at the end. Pop in. With a little uh, asterisk. Yeah, with the... Not asterisk. What is that? Apostrophe. <laughs> call that? Apostrophe. <laughs> so, he had the little confetti. They lit off the confetti. He was cute. He seemed really nervous. He seemed like he really just wanted to say his lines and yeah. just get the fuck in the house. Like, yeah. he was so nervous. Um, right after Colton was Grant, who... Oh my god, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, not a looker. Not a looker at all. Um, and his first thing was, you know, I just, you know, I have so much respect for you, for what you went through. Mm-hmm. Why the guys feel the need to mention Ari all the time? I don't know. Like, just not, just don't do it. Just yeah. have a whole new outlook. She's done with this, like, enough. Um, then out was Clay. Clay is so precious. I know, he was so nervous. So nervous. He's so adorable. He's very, like, cuddly and just Mm -hmm. sweet. Um, I loved his little line. He said, um, something like, I've caught a lot of catch, I'm a football player, so I've caught a lot of catches, but if I land you, you'll be the biggest catch of my life. Yeah, some shit like that. I was over it. I was like, oh my god, what is this? and adorable just like play it was at the but at the end when he said i'll catch you inside i was like no yeah <laughs> no you, you, actually, you went too far clay actually you should just get right back on that bus and no just, i can't but i can't say that he's biracial he's one of us he's one of us yeah. you gotta support him gotta support him. um right after him was jean mm. jean blanc mm-hmm. you notice how he introduced himself like like james james bond <laughs> He says, Jean. Jean Blanc. I was like, nigga, please. (laughs) And so his thing was to teach... He wanted to teach her something in French. Now... (laughs) I'm going to tread lightly. Jean Blanc is Haitian, so... Uh, French is French Creole they're not one and the same, but very similar. Very similar, yeah. Is part of his, like, native tongues and whatnot. Um, his accent was a, I, was a little shaky. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. I wanted to hear some real, like, strong French, like, make me swoon and yeah. bend at the knees kind of French. It sounded very Americanized. Yeah, it just sounds I don't like know how to describe it. Really been affected by Boston. <laughs> like, really yeah, badly. it wasn't the right. It was like a Bostonian speaking in a French accent. I don't know. I yeah. just wasn't impressed with the, the Frenchness of the accent. 
Um, but anyways, he taught her, let's do the damn thing, which I don't want to have to say this phrase no, anymore. ever again. So, yeah. Ever again. I wasn't the biggest fan of his suit. Yeah, I didn't love it either. It was, oh. it was black and white, but it had like a pattern on it, right? Yeah, and it was very shiny. Yeah. Shiny. It had a round lapel, not like the nice square one. It was like a round, very fancy, like black tie kind of look. Yeah. It was a nice suit, but I just, for this occasion, I don't know, something about it was off. She did say he smelled good, so that's good. I mean, for $1,200, yeah. He better. (laughs) It smelled like roses and money. Next out the limo was Connor. Mm-hmm. So now Connor here. Okay, now I need to talk about this. Okay. So this is like a a man a male fashion thing where they're they're showing the ankles. They're wearing like yes things. My dude Connor had on some capris. What <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got on some pedal pushers? His whole <laughs> damn calf was out. It wasn't just the ankle. His whole calf. Doing too much. Yeah, doing the most. <laughs> too much. Way too much. I'm like, you pushing this male trend a little too far. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan. Connor is cute, though. Yeah, I he his is. Face. He is cute. He's very good looking. Yeah. yeah. Because I was, we were both kind of iffy on him mm-hmm. from the cast bios because his hair is very tall. Yes, um, right. But the face. Got a nice face, though. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I think he had a dimple there, so, you know, love dimples. <laughs> Next out the limbo was Joe. Joe. Joe from Chicago. And his accent was just in full force. Yeah, full effect. <laughs> full effect. Yep. Really strong. He was dumb nervous. Mm-hmm. He, whatever he had planned to say, he just totally fucked it up. And no. he was kicking himself as he walked in the house. That so. killed me because he is one of the older guys. He's 31. The rest of those guys okay. are like all in their 20s. Yeah. So I thought he was really going to come through like a, like a man, like really like take charge and whatever. But mm. that didn't happen. No. But it's okay. No. The nerves. The real, the nerves. Yeah. But we have to remember because I don't, was it in a past interview or... I read this summer. Anyways, they have all of the people, all the contestants, like sequestered in a hotel for like three days. And then suddenly the producers pop up and they're like, it's time. And then they all get ready. And then they literally leave the hotel and go straight to limo (laughs) entrances. Like, so you don't even have time to mentally, physically, emotionally prepare yourself. Yeah. So I could tell just a lot of the guys were super, super nervous. And it's just. You gotta remember that context. Like, they literally just came from the hotel where they were holed up for days. days. Yeah. Days, yeah. Um, after Joe was John. John, for now, we're gonna claim as a person of color. Yes. Until he says otherwise. He, until he says otherwise, my dude looks like he is Asian. I'm assuming white and Asian. Wow, I've never heard Asian. <laughs> yeah, Asian. Blasian, black and Asian. Yes, I've heard Blasian. I've heard Blasian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Though. So until he says other eyes, I'm claiming him because mm-hmm. he looked like he got some flavor up in him. Um, he he gave some corny joke about his parents. Uh, go something. I don't know. Next, like yeah, whatever. I, I thought he was much cuter in motion. Another one cuter yeah. in motion than he was in the photo. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> cuter in motion. <laughs> Yes, exactly. 
Um, right after John was um, Leo. Leo, yep. The Jason Momoa, yep. Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones uh, lookalike. Now, he came out the limo. He had on a very messy-ass top knot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does this look so terrible? <laughs> but it was part of his whole... It was part of his... His thing. act. I knew it. His as soon as he, I saw that top did? knot, I was like, he's going to tumble that down like Rapunzel. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I was so pumped. I can't I wait totally to see it like that. cascade down. It's it did. Them curls came rolling down the mountain. <laughs> sure did. Had a fresh. She did a fresh deep conditioner mm-hmm. like right before well, the show. Even a protein pack. Yep. And, yo, might have done a protein treatment at that. A little hot oil treatment. A little VO5. <laughs> The hair came tumbling down. Becca was all googly eyed because mm-hmm. she's probably never, she probably never dated a guy with all that hair. Yeah, yeah. So she's impressed with the hair. Plus, also, just overall, men with hair and beards and hairy men are having a moment. They you know are. I mean? They are. They're having a strong moment. Yep. Ten years ago, nobody was checking for Mm-mm. top knots and beards and all that shit. But now. That's like the go-to thing. Yeah. So, Mr. Leo, you know he has, you know he he knows he has that going. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the limo after Leo was Jordan, the model from Crystal River. River. He uh, so just so immature. Yeah. Just he goes in the house. He's telling everybody how he spent six hours handpicking his outfit. His outfit, which was way too tight. Did you see him walking from the back? Way too tight. That like, button was about to pop. That moon in the back, Jordan. <laughs> well, you have been doing your squats, my friend. <laughs> I, I know it. I know it. I can see his butt. That moon was shining. Full moon. Okay. <laughs> His Shit. butt, it was huge in the suit. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> the suit was too damn tight. It was so tight. His oh clothes were god. screaming. You know who you can hear clothes screaming? Because <laughs> it's <they're> so tight. <laughs> buttons were like screaming for help. Oh my god. And the seams on the pants were like, no. suits unless you're i mean he's a model yeah he ain't buying all that he barely is paying rent like he this is like your one good suit Mm -hmm. that you got fitted why is it ill-fitted bruh (laughs) you had one job i can't oh my god i'm crying (laughs) after so yeah so jordan's talking about his gray suit he's all excited about his gray suit Mm -hmm. gray suit yeah nobody's gonna have a gray suit next out the limo is ricky with a gray suit Like unique. It's not pink. Dude. It's not pink. 
that's what I'm saying. It's not a pink suit. You either coming in a gray suit, a navy suit, or a black suit. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yep. Hello. So, Ricky, Ricky is so fine. Oh. He has a beautiful smile. Yeah. He just looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And just like a nice, uh, just like a nice dude. Yeah. Like, he seems like somebody you just, like, with. hang out with, yeah. with us and be, like, chill. Yeah. So, he came out in his gray suit, just looking beautiful mm-hmm. next to Wagash Jordan. After Ricky is, I initially didn't remember his name. I had to go back online and look this up because wow. he's just nondescript. Nick. Yeah, I remember him. Nick, the blonde, who I, he looked 15 in his photo. Mm-hmm. He looks like his age now. So he appeared in a race car driver outfit. My and God. then stripped it off and had a suit on. Like... What what was the thought process behind that? You know, my initial thought was that those are the beginning designs of his uh, lawyer track suits that he's going to be oh, yeah. selling on Instagram. <laughs> this is Josiah Part Two. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is oh, good. this is the God. beginning. This is the first designs, first sketches. Uh, why mm-hmm. why did you come out in the? Horrible. Like why continue to remind her of Ari? Yeah. I don't understand I why that's part of anybody's limo entrance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. And speaking of just more Ari reminders, Mike, the <laughs> oh, yeah. other guy with yes. long hair. Also had it up in a bun. Mm-hmm. Came with the cardboard cutout of Ari. That was very frightening. Frightening. <laughs> like uh, Ari in general is frightening. Yeah. Why a yeah. cardboard version of him? Like I don't want to see that. And his whole justification was, you know, just so he can get a chance to see you as happy as you are tonight. And even Becca was like, this. She had to like smile, like, oh, thanks. But like, no, no. she does not want this. Next was, oh, God. Um, Garrett Trump uh, <laughs> came in his minivan. Um, and to be fair, I thought this was a good idea. I for thought so too. Yeah. I did. He rolled up in a minivan, talked about he's, you know, he really wants to be a, a good dad, can't wait to be a dad. Mm-hmm. In the van, they had like a diaper ba- bag and yep. a soccer ball and uh, all kind of shit. It was a good move. It I was, thought it was a good move. It was. Uh, I don't remember. Do black people drive minivans? minivans? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. We have like cadillac xlt cadillac like, ford explorers black people love a ford explorer next was blake mm-hmm. who we met during the after the final rose where he came out on the horse yeah. um loved his cast bio and all of that he looks so cute in his picture now he comes riding in on at first i couldn't make it out i was like I thought it was, it was the same horse. Dinosaur? <laughs> dinosaur? Horse? F- I didn't know what. He was on something so large. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Allegedly, it was an ox. Yeah. An oxen. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I didn't even know they... I didn't know that was a thing. Um, so he rolls up. Becca seemed very excited to see him. Mm-hmm. She, you know, it's so good to see you. It's, you know... She just seemed very over-the-top excited. I don't know if it was fake excitement or she really genuinely did seem like... She was happy to see this dude. Yeah, I think so. 
Now, Blake came in with a very different outfit. Now, if Jordan wanted to be unique, this is what he would have done. Because Blake came in with the red blazer. Yes, yes. Black, sla- uh, black pants. Mm-hmm. Blake is also very tall. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. He's very tall. Because oh. he was like towering over her. And then even a couple times throughout the episode when he was standing next to people, I was like, he looked like a tall ass dude. Um, but I liked his little line. He came in on the ox and he said, already my feelings are as strong as an ox. That's so cute. So cute. Love Blake. Love Blake. Um, next out the limo was Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Lincoln came in with uh, some cake. He said yeah. it was his birthday? Yes. Because last birthday. time it was his birthday. Because you know she's standing there in that dress hungry as hell. <laughs> it's been like hours. Yeah, I've been standing sure. there, you know? Um, after that, we see Ryan, the banjo guy who I don't trust. No, I don't his, like him not a fan in his uh the same like floral blazer same one one. um after ryan who kriston yep kriston yeah oh my god he is gorgeous kriston looks like a life ruiner he looks like he will ruin your whole life life. he'll turn you crazy I would lose all my friends yep. at the end of this yep. because y'all bitches be tired of my ass going back to this nigga yep. <laughs> who treats me like pure garbage. Like, <laughs> Or he just seems Ooh. like the type that like, if he doesn't answer you within 32 seconds, you're like, who's he with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're standing outside his window yes. like, where are you? <laughs> yes. You, he's that type of guy that girls just literally lose their mind over because mm-hmm. he's just so incredibly fine mm-hmm. it don't make no sense i'm mad he didn't have like a proper like intro we didn't get to see his whole oh limo. yeah did we? i don't think we did no i don't know we didn't get to see his whole intro mm-hmm. we just saw him walk out the limb and i was like oh jesus yep. god damn mm-hmm. after chris Christone, we have camille now Camille's getting my nigga you ain't shit like a word right here. Garbage. Garbage. Straight. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy 
is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r garbage so his this is part of his way to impress her i don't know what the hell this shit was yeah he walked halfway to her and then he was like come here come here and so she's like okay and then walks towards him. which that was nice of her because I would have been right, like, excuse been me? Like, what? Uh, I'm wearing heels yeah. and you got on flats. Walk your ass over here. Like, <laughs> so he was like, oh, you know, in a relationship, we got to meet 50-50. And then he started to like walk backwards a little bit and then was like, or let's do 60-40, implying that she would do the 60, 60 and he would yeah. do the 40. And that's when she was like, okay, no. Yeah. Like, like, nigga, you ain't shit. Bye. <laughs> you might as well go home now. Like, to Go home. Nah. Now, next out the limo is who I said was last week. He looked like a Marvel villain. Yes. The Joker's half-brother, Jake. And as soon as he steps out, Becca's like, you look so familiar. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately recognizes him as a guy from Minneapolis yep. who is an acquaintance of hers who she's met multiple times and he kind of just plays it off yeah good to see you you know hug kiss go inside and she's standing there like oh yeah like no this is weird no <laughs> like this is weird so this was very reminiscent of Nick Vial se- did you watch Nick Vial season no Mm-mm. at all so Nick Vial season he had the same thing a girl came out the limo it was a girl that he had slept with actually yikes at yes at um Jade and Tanner they're you know bachelor people who fell in love on Bachelor in Paradise okay um he she, the girl that came out the limo was Jade's bridesmaid at her at their wedding oh and Nick was at the wedding they hit it off they ended up sleeping together and had a whole night whatever and a homegirl, he hadn't seen her since, and she comes yeah. popping out the limo. <laughs> and he's like, um, what? So she lasted about two episodes, I think, and then he sent her home. Yeah. Same thing. Intentions were just like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, what? you have my number. You could have reached out. Like, And you already tapped that girl. You what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and we've been there, done that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, so yeah, that was that same kind of vibe uh, going on there. So next up, um, not a limo, but a hearse pulls up. Oh, my God. My note for this was literally doing the absolute. Absolute most. Like, he had a pun or a little line, Mm -hmm. and he was just running all the way with it. 
to the point where this the guy rented a hearse and out pops Trent. Pops. It's a flu. Literally. <laughs> like, trampolined out the hearse. <laughs> And it was like, oh my god, when I heard you were Bachelorette, I literally died. But then you brought me back to life. Cute little line, but like the whole the whole gimmick yeah, was like that was too just much. a lot. A real lot for that literally that one line. Um, okay, after Trent we saw a quick, quick, quick glimpse of Christian. Christian oh, yeah. is a um, uh, man of color. Yep. Very cute. We heard him speak. Did you hear him speak like yes. real, real quick? He has a nice deep voice. Mm-hmm. You know oh yeah. <laughs> He's a mm-hmm. you know? and accent too. And he had a little accent there, a little slight accent. Very cute. Um, so quick little glimpse of Christian. Um, back in the house, Jordan is still just still talking. huffing and puffing, just talking about the fashion, the fashion, the fashion oh, of the house. God. He did make me laugh, though. He said, he said, first off, first off, put on some socks. <laughs> I had to laugh because I was thinking the same thing. All these people, these damn, just your soggy toes. Yeah. Your shoes. <sighs> no, it's hot. Ugh. But yeah, he's walking around acting as if he's the best dressed and he's just not. Definitely not. Like, just doing too much. Back to the limos and we have David Mm -hmm. who comes out in a chicken suit and he is just chanting baka. Yeah, this was... Which is, I guess, the sound of a chicken? Well, is that I don't well the the chicken sound is caca and then he morphed it into oh, becca but okay <laughs> clever I, I was lost for a second because so I was like well, I, I can't remember the sound a chicken makes yeah. so I was just like is this supposed to be a thing anyway shows up in his hot ass chicken suit you know it's hot under <laughs> yep. there like he's doing too much after David was Chris now let me tell I'll you, let you all take this something. One, Justine. Let me tell you all something, okay? Oh Chris came out the limo looking as regular as regular could be, right? He had on a kooky looking jacket, right? And then mm-hmm. he gets out by saying he wants to impress Uncle Gary. There, I was like mm-hmm. sold. Yep, already. absolutely. Yep, he paid attention. And then he comes out, y'all, with the gospel choir. Like full songs, on. kingdom choir at the local Baptist church. <laughs> Ebenezer Baptist <laughs> yes. First Episcopal yes. Church of Jesus Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was amazing. And they made up a whole song. They put God yeah. into it. He was bringing mm-hmm. Jesus into the Bachelor Christopher. Oh my God, I loved it. <laughs> it was cute. It was. It was definitely a good definitely a good entrance i love that he tied in the uncle gary bit Mm -hmm. because that is her that's her father figure now right and he was a tough cookie we remember from when ari went home so mr chris did his homework he paid attention loved it so he was he was the last guy right last guy uh yeah yep yes last guy to know so in the house all the guys are all excited you know they're all talking about becca how much they love her she's the girl next door (laughs) and which can we talk about that real quick? What girl does that next mean? door. What does that mean? Can my black ass be a girl next door? Because I think not. I think no one would ever describe me as that. I'm just saying. Can we retire this phrase? Because it just it gives me, it gives me, um, 
It gives me vibes of it can only be classified for a white girl. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't think it's fair. I don't. I don't like this phrase. It yeah. triggers me in a way. I don't like it at all. Weird. Anyway, so she's the girl next door. Total package. She's classy. They're all just like you know swooning over her. She comes in. They're cheering. She gives her little speech and all of that. So first guy to steal her is Connor. Mm-hmm. My dude with the capris. And Connor is 25, so I just can't take him seriously. I know. Like, at all. I just can't. And isn't he a fitness trainer? Yeah, that's the personal trainer. Yeah. yeah. I just, 25 is so... There's no way you're looking for a, hus- or wi- a, a husband. A wife. You're you looking for a wife. Yeah. I just... I don't believe it. Unless, unless Connor was from small town Southern America. Yeah. Where they do that... Like they all get married like very young, and it's like a, a very common thing. Then, but Connor's from wasn't he from like West Palm Beach? Yeah, or something? he's from Florida. Yeah, from Florida by way of like the North, probably. <laughs> and yeah. you know, for damn sure, we don't do no getting married at twenty five. So stop. After Connor, um, Clay got his little one on one time with her. He's so cute, but he has such a yeah. bad voice. I really don't like his voice at all. Yeah, it's so <laughs> he sad. Said I didn't want to say it. It's so sad. I know. Maybe. It could be the nerves. Yeah. It could be the nerves. Yeah. I feel like he should have some baritone coming out of that body. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Yeah. He just doesn't sound very <laughs> confident to me. Um, so anyways, they have a little date set up. He's playing with Clay. Because his name's Clay. That was cute. Um, and him and Becca have a lot in common. He's also from small town uh, Midwest. Yep. Population 3,000. No street where, lights. And it was just cute. He's he's such a nice, like, harmless guy, I think. Yeah. Just, like, a nice, adorable man. Mm-hmm. So after Clay, we have John, the uh, software engineer, mm-hmm. who apparently built the app for Venmo. <laughs> Sign me up, John. If you don't make it to the end, please. I am single and broke as shit. <laughs> I make a very good trophy wife, <laughs> sugar baby, all that shit. You know John got me. Yep. He is successful mm-hmm. and smart as shit because he can code. And that is what you want to go for, ladies. Don't be going for these ballers. No. You want to go for a man who has some programming languages <laughs> under his skill section of his resume. I'm just saying. And he's smart enough to not own Venmo, but just develop the app for it. So he's right. just continually making money off of the software yes. that is so smart the software and the licensing or whatever the hell yeah. like ooh, yes after john was um your boo chris gospel choir dude oh yeah yeah he talks about his grandparents they were married after two months 58 years they were been married 58 yeah. years so stories like that you only hear from people's like mothers and grandfathers and yeah like those generations, our generation, you'll barely ever hear people get married after like two months. Yeah, no. It lasting. <laughs> um, after Chris was, oh God, light eyed nigga Chris mm, mm, Don, mm. Chris Don, who had another cute little date set up, one on one set up, brought Becca outside. They're gonna play basketball. He had a whole like uh, basketball net 
Yeah, that's what's going on. I'm so <laughs> not day. a sports person. I'm like, what? what is that? Structural? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got the whole, like, basketball net set up, and they're, you know, shooting and things like that. And then he dunks over her, mm. like, had her hold the ball, and then did some, like, Michael Jordan shit, <laughs> and literally leapt over her and dunked. dunked up. Like, that shit was fine. That was pretty cool. Hey, first of all, his really leg lifted cool. a little too high. He's also a little too flexible. He looks too good. I don't like... I, I don't trust him. I don't <laughs> like this at all. I don't like this one bit. Chris Dawn has been laying it down, mm-hmm. getting these ladies since middle school. Yeah, I was about to say seventh honest. grade. Easily seventh grade. Since Yeah, easily. Yep. Easily. So he knows how to, you know, work and move and, you know, do the right little wink and, mm-hmm. you know, show off his, you know, all the little moves there. He, who God, he's somebody you got to like, just, you got to really just watch yourself around. Yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself at all. No, no, no. Not in the least. At all. Um, and so, yeah, so they, he do his little, you know, dunk and all that stuff. We see Ricky, he's, you know, doing salsa with her. Mm-hmm. We got Jean Blanc, he gave her a poem, or uh, it was like a candle. It was a, po- a candle? I just saw the poem and started laughing. It was like engraved in, I thought it was like a candle. He put the top on a candle or something. What? Oh my god, okay. Um, <laughs> just seems like done. <laughs> um, after Jean Blanc, we have Joe, grocery store guy. Yeah. This accent, man. I, I'm so. <laughs> I don't know why I never knew like a Chicago accent is so strong. He's talking about his like grocery store in the South Side of Chicago. He just reminded me. I wrote that he reminded me of a character from like Law and Order SVU, which I know takes place in New York. What? But he just has this like. <laughs> he has this like um, ah, uh, just like a. Joe, average Joe, yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, I run the grocery yeah. store. Yes. And you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like around the way, dude. Around the way, Joe. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. She looked super uncomfortable sitting next to her. And I don't know why. I guess because my favorite place on earth is the grocery store. So I would literally yeah. be talking to him for 30 minutes. Oh, they were just sitting also very close. I think the mm. it was... He was sitting a little bit too close to her, like the the spatial limits were too close to her, and he wasn't making any like physical contact, like confident no. movement of any sort. So. No, <laughs> so just like his hot breath, just like <laughs> yeah. too close to her, and so she was very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, okay, so after Joe, we have Blake. They were having a moment. I was really loving this. Yeah, me too. I love watching just like genuine, genuine connections Mm -hmm. just happen organically. So Blake tells us, or tells us, tells Becca (laughs) that, (laughs) tells us, all of us, all all of America really, because the camera's right there in his face, so he knows what he's doing, that he, he recently ended a pretty serious relationship, um, and so now he knows like what he wants Mm -hmm. and what he's looking for. And then he said something that really struck a chord with Becca. It actually struck a chord with me. It made me think differently for a second. Where he said, because he had recently broken up with his last, you know, girl. 
saying, you know, if I could love the wrong person so much, how much can I actually love the right person? And I really, really love that. And Becca was like, you know, fireworks were going off. She's like, oh my God, I've literally said that exact same thing (laughs) with my friends. Like, she was just going on and on and on. And they were just really, you know, just naturally, organically vibing. Mm -hmm. Loved it. So, the first impression rose comes out. Did Chris Harrison bring it out? I don't even... Um, I guess Chris Harrison brought it out and put it on that, like, quartz stone, whatever the hell that is. Useless. I didn't even remember seeing him. (laughs) (laughs) The rose appeared. So, first impression rose comes out. And so now you know it's game on. Mm -hmm. So if you hadn't talked to her, you need to strategize, figure something Mm -hmm. out. So, you know, everybody has their little gimmick. Lincoln, he brought her this little bracelet from Nigeria. Nick had this, like, back vibrating Oh my god, it was so strange. So strange. He looked like he stopped at the mall, went to Sharper Image. Brookstone, yeah. Yeah, Brookstone (laughs) and bought this damn, like, back massage thing. I don't know what the significance of this was. Yeah, it was weird. Just creepy. Um, homeboy in the chicken suit was, you know, dancing around. Yeah, just being and an idiot. Yeah. Just being a, a damn fool. And she, I hate when they, I hate when you have to, the bachelor, the bachelor, it feels like they have to pander to the person in the gimmick. Yeah. By saying, like, you just look like you're so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you know, you're so free. <laughs> like, <laughs> this nigga's in a chicken suit. <laughs> Stop the madness. <laughs> this is this is stupid Becca like come on he also is 25 so it's just yeah no no bye it's just no um then after David we have um captain of MAGA America Garrett he is he's got her fly fishing in the pool and this here (laughs) was my get me to Wakanda moment fishing he brought her one a fly fishing thing and he brought it out and was like oh yeah this is obviously for fly obviously is it is it <laughs> obvious Garrett that that's for fly fishing because I thought it was a tassel right it was like a little feather yeah. thing that he had oh my god I don't know I learned a lot in that scene I don't know what that's for I don't know it was that's a brand of white America that I just don't ever see encounter and nor do I ever want, want to. to see her encounter. Nope, nope never. <laughs> I just desperately wanted to get back to the basketball court with Chris, where I felt comfortable. <laughs> oh my god! And she said something. Get me back there, please. Really interesting. She said Garrett reminds me of home. Oh. Yep. Oh, Becca, uh-huh. you're killing me. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. More on that later, because I have a theory. More on that later. Hmm. Okay. Because yep. Becca. Okay, so we'll get to the theory later mm-hmm. then, because, oh god. So, now we have some drama, some real drama yeah. about to pop off. So Chris, Gospel Chris, he brings aside fine-ass Kriston and fine-ass Blake, <laughs> and lets them know that he has some intel that there's a guy in the house that might not be here for the best intentions, and it's Chase. So, apparently, Ch- Chase and Chris are, I guess, both from Orlando. I guess, yeah. And 
Chase's ex after or after Chase was on after the final rose, Chase's ex texted Chris saying that Chase is not there for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. All he does is hang out with his boys. He's not serious about finding love. He's just trying to revamp his like marketing business or you know whatever the hell. And so Chris is asking Kristen and Blake what he should do if he should say something. Now, what was your take on this? What What did you think he should? Do? I definitely thought he should have said something to um, Chase. Mm-hmm. For sure, I definitely would have. Mm-hmm. If I got a text like that from someone's ex boyfriend, I definitely would have said something. I was a little bit on the fence of whether he should go to Becca because yeah, no. I feel like you need if you're gonna go to Becca or the Bachelorettes or the lead with some intel it has to be something very very concrete yeah yep and his intel was a little like he said she said somebody texted yeah me, it was yada, an yada, opinion yada. it was kind of opinion based yeah. um but I mean it, it worked out in his favor anyways yeah and because Chase ended up just being a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> so Chris does approach Chase, mm-hmm. and Chase is just, just all over the place. First, he claims that the girl that texted him, he only knew her for a month. Then right. he said he only knew her for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just already this nigga can't get his lies straight. Yep. Like, So then Chase, he obviously, he's like, I need to get ahead of this scandal mm-hmm. before it just you know hits front page news. So he goes and grabs Becca. And he's sitting with Becca, and he is just a bumbling idiot. Just This was so close to getting my <sighs> nigga, you ain't shit award. Mm-hmm. It was a close contender, because this was really mm-hmm. bad. He was, like, really this slandering this girl. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, he, first he's explaining to Becca, he's like, yeah, so there's this text, but, you know, it was nothing. And so she's like, what did the text say? Like, I need to, what did the text say? Yeah. And he's like, um, uh, I I didn't see the text. And so he's like, okay. I mean, Becca's like, okay, bring in Chris because you ain't saying shit. Right. So Chase brings in Chris and Becca's having a two-on-one moment, as she said. (laughs) And Chris explains that this was a text from, I got a text from Chase's ex. Chase immediately was like, nope. Yeah. She's not an ex. Yeah. I only dated this girl for a few weeks. Get a straight. <laughs> Which, Chase, do you not realize that you're going to only be dating the girl you're sitting next to for a few weeks? Right. Like, put and making she, that the factor of her being insignificant is not going to work in this scenario. <laughs> like, it, it ain't going to work. Like, stop. Right. And so, yeah, so he's kind of thrown this, whoever this girl is, you know, get it straight. It was two years ago, yada, yada, yada. This, it did remind me a little bit, this whole scenario of Demario. Yes, me too. How Demario had that girl who, I mean, we still don't know who this girl was, but he was claiming she was just like a random from Bumble that he like smashed once or twice or whatever. Um, and she came in just ready to throw him under the bus. And so Chase, same thing. He got a homegirl that he's alleging to have dated only two weeks. No one really knows. Mm-hmm. And is throwing her under the bus saying that, you know, she wasn't shit. So you can't believe anything she says, essentially, mm-hmm. is what he's saying. Um, either way, Chase, you're shady. Yeah. <laughs> like, either way, 
like there's I believe there's a little bit of truth in just a little bit of everything mm-hmm. so if she's going out her way to text Chris some nonsense oh, then yeah. clearly you ain't shit and so. I don't believe that they only dated for a month I think they dated for way longer than that yeah he couldn't get it straight from the get go mm-hmm. he first said it was a month then he said two weeks then this then that like nah. just lies from the from from Jump Street mm-hmm. so already you ain't shit so Becca after that she's like you know what I don't even know she doesn't know what to think about yeah. this so she already is on edge because she's like okay it's night one there's some guys here with shady intentions mm-hmm. like let's get it going so this immediately prompted her to go pull homeboy um Jake? Jack? Jo- Jake yes <laughs> say the joker <laughs> Jake <laughs> I can't remember his name Jake aside, who is the guy that she knows from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So she pulls him over to have a little confrontation where she says, like, look, we've hung out a couple times with our, I guess, our big group of friends or whatnot. And all that time, there was never really any interest from you. Mm-hmm. You never really talked to me. We never really had a thing. So what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like, and that is why he gets my nigga you ain't shit award. Mm-hmm. Because okay. why were you there? If you had the chance to get with her before in real ass life, <laughs> why <laughs> did you. you just take that chance then? Exactly. And I didn't look at his profession, but I guess he's just trying to escape Minneapolis? Like, what is the point of this? Why Express ticket to Hollywood? Like, what? How? You want to make it to paradise, my guy? Like, what are you trying to do? That's the thing. Now everybody's senses are dubious because there's so much that you can get from being on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. There's social media fame. You could be on The Bachelor and you could be on Bachelor in Paradise. You could be the next Bachelor. Yeah. You could just get Instagram money. Mm-hmm. There's like so many things that you can get from this that if you show any inkling of being like questionable at Shady. all, you gotta go. Yeah. So his whole rebuttal was that he only met her once. He's like, I only met you that one time at the Christmas party. We're talking about this Christmas party. This damn Christmas party. And she was like, No, nigga, I met you many a time. And like, said, so, and the way she said it, I was like, we've all been there. The way she was like, no, I've met you before. Before. Let's not do this. You're not going to pretend like you don't know me. That voice inflection, it goes across all races. We all do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Like, no, I don't think so. We've definitely met before. Before? (laughs) Uh, I thought you know you're talking to somebody who's just straight lying to your face. Yep, And so they're just going back and forth. He's like, no. He said, what do you, he's like, I only, I only conscious, I only have one conscious recollection of meeting Relax. You. <laughs> Relax. Like, the minute he said that, she was like, okay, yeah. you gotta go. You have got like, to go home. You've got to go. She's like, I don't even care what you have to say. I don't trust you. The minute you came out the limo, I didn't trust you. Yeah. What are you doing here? You're not explaining yourself. You gotta go. This was my moment where I said, Becca, you I. Yes. Because she stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even trying to hear his explanation or give him the time of day. She's like, you got to go. Yep. You got to go. Jake did not take this well at all. No, he looked like he was going to start crying. <laughs> he looked like he was about to start crying. He looked like he was about to curse her out. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he was about to 
like turn over a table mm-hmm. like he was trying to keep it together because the cameras are in his face but he also like he was like seething mm-hmm. mad so yeah he went on some weird explanation about how he's had a very transformative year and he's like a new person and if we look at the timeline of this this was in like what like march april that they were doing this i think so and yeah. megan didn't you just meet her at the christmas party what are you talking about a transformative <laughs> year <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> just allegedly met her how much change have you made and no one has had more of a transformative 30 days than becca than becca so So stop yeah just full stop right there so yeah he's going his his defense was just terrible Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it was the editing they didn't really show his explanation but i guess whatever explanation he had was just dumb (laughs) so like she didn't trust him nobody at home trusted him he had to go. Yep. What Jake should have done, if he really was someone with any brain cells, <laughs> he should have gotten ahead of this before. Yeah. Like, she pulled him aside. He, when she came in from, after all the limo entrances, he should have been the first one to pull her aside. Yep. To explain himself. Like, look, I know we know each other, you're probably wondering what I'm doing here, mm-hmm. and then drop his little whatever excuse. But he let the whole night ride out, and she pulled him aside. Like, by then, she's just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, and it was overshadowed just, by other people's drama. And he's just inside, just, like, chilling with the cameras. Yeah. And trying to sell whatever the fuck he's trying to sell. Like, she's <laughs> she saw right through it. Just by. So he had to go. That shit was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't even make it through the... <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he <laughs> left and it's still nighttime. That's how you know it was early. That's how you know it was early. Anyways, moving right along, we have Wills. Oh my god, I love uh, Wills. Black Eye Wills. Love Wills, yeah. right? Love him. Yeah. So he showed her his Aspecto Patronus, whatever, Harry Potter See, tattoo. See, and you know I don't get a, I don't get into all that. That is too close to really? Satan for me. Oh, just see. It's <laughs> <laughs> too close to the devil. Oh my god you don't like harry potter i don't i never got into harry potter like that i read the first three books and then i was kind of over it i know sorry you watched the movies no i didn't watch any of the movies no oh my god okay we can't do this <laughs> so he had his harry potter tattoo which also means something in, in latin, latin. Apparently. Mm-hmm. either way she was loving it really really into his you know little nerdiness yeah and then becca goes inside to grab the first impression mm-hmm. rose Okay, so last episode, I guessed that Colton, Mm -hmm. my baby daddy, was going to get the first impression. Mm -hmm. Who did you say? I might have said Garrett. Based on watching this episode, I was almost 100% positive it was going to go to Blake. Mm. Because they had a whole moment. Yeah, I thought so too. I was so thrown away when she called Garrett. So... She calls Garrett aside. He gets the first impression rose. I guess she really loved the minivan, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the fly, and the fly fishing, fishing the lake. And he reminds her of home or whatever. It's, that really, that line troubles so me. So that's the thing. Of. This is what I think. And this is why I think Garrett is on the show. I think Garrett okay. is on the show to try and test Becca to see if she's still up to her old ways. 
Because I think that the reason why she's single is because she goes for guys like Garrett. And then she gets to know them and they end up being horrible. And when you say guys like Garrett, you mean like these white supremacist crazies? (laughs) I mean the physical stature of them and their humor. Okay. And Mm -hmm. their like confidence. Because there's something very confident about being a white supremacist in America. Like it's easy. (laughs) You're walking around like pretty, you know. Um, mm. You have a, a, a vibe about you, right? That I think she's attracted okay. to because it's a very confident mm-hmm. vibe. I think that mm-hmm. Russell, what was his name? Her Ooh. ex-boyfriend. Oh, Russ. Russ. Ross. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ross. Ross. Yes. I think Ross had that same vibe, mm-hmm. and I think that he's just here almost as a test, and she failed. Oh God. <laughs> She failed already. She, she gave the first impression rose to this guy. Yep. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. See, this is how I know if I was like if I was bachelorette off rip before anyone even pulls me aside, I come in, I do my little speech after the little entrances. First question, who here voted for Trump? Raise your hand. <laughs> yes. Okay, y'all can exit right Everybody now. Everybody has, has got to leave. There's no Just talking. Got to go. No talking. Nope. Just off rip. You have to mm-hmm. leave. So she ain't do that. So now she's getting swindled by these, you know, the fly fishing minivan driving <laughs> foolishness. And he's a crazy conservative nutbag. Yeah. And that, yeah, I think it is a test mm-hmm. because she goes for that look, I yes. guess. And that on the surface values, yep. Midwestern, you know, n- nice values, whatever. And really, she should be getting to know these guys deeper, mm-hmm. faster. So, yeah, she gives them the rose, and they have this dry as passionless kiss. It was not... All I kept thinking was Rachel and Brian's kiss mm-hmm. from Love Rachel season, where he literally ate her head. <laughs> like, <laughs> chomped off her entire face. That was the most intense make out ever and that was a first impression right kind of kiss yeah like woof. i remember when me and you watched that first episode i so wish we had the podcast during yeah me too uh rachel me you and our other friend shout out to eloise were just hollering like what oh my god like like a horny little schoolgirls, like getting our whole lives watching them deeply make out yeah like Oh my god. But that was a kiss. Mm-hmm. That little dry ass, you know, whatever the fuck that was between Garrett and Becca, that wasn't cute. Fresh after that, it's time for the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Six people are going home. Chase is just super worried. Losing and he needs to depend. And Chase is dying. <laughs> dying. Can't stop talking about how Chris threw his ass under the bus. <laughs> Claiming he would have never done the same. Lies. Which lies. lies. You know, if you had any piece of intel on anybody yep. in that house, you were going to drop that first chance you got. So stop. So he's going on and on and on. You already know, based on how much airtime he's getting with talking, that he's probably going You're home. Right. <laughs> Either he's going home or Chris is going mm-hmm. home. Like one of, you knew that one of them just wasn't going to work. So he's doing his whole thing. First Rose goes to Lincoln, um, and then it just seemed like every black guy in the house got the rose. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was a steady stream. Yes. Yep. After Lincoln, we had Blake, so throw in Blake. Then we had Ricky, Jean Blanc, <laughs> Criston, and Willis. <laughs> Wills. All black guys. I don't know. Who, I was very excited at first, but then I was like, wait a second. Who orchestrated this? <laughs> Or who edited yeah. this? So, anyways, so all our guys got roses. Then you know, rose, 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 lots of little roses. Now Leo. Leo had a little moment of insecurity mm-hmm. in his little confessional, where he said, "I'm one of the different looking guys here." Because he has his long hair and his beard and all that right, stuff. Right, right. And he made a little joke. He's looking out at a, looking out at a sea of highway patrol officers. Okay, Leo. What does that mean? All I kept thinking was, how do you think the token people of color who have been on this show <laughs> literally for decades, how they feel? <laughs> right. My dude, right. you have long hair and a beard. Yeah. You are white. Things that are a choice. <laughs> yes, things that are a choice. At the end of the day, you're white, and it's 2018. Everybody loves long hairs and beards. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. About, like, I look different than everyone here, and I'm looking out at a sea of all these, like, white highways of patrol officers. Which I think what he was getting with that, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, guess I don't understand he, it. Like, highway patrol... When I think highway patrol officers, I think just, like, a white, clean-cut... Yeah. Like, generic white man number three. Mm-hmm. Like, a, which, as I said, I think half the guys in the house are stunners, and then the other half are just, like, just generic, nondescript white men. I think that's what he was talking about. Oh. But my dude, like, stop with this. You chose to grow out that hair. You chose right. to have that beard. And men with beard and hair are having a moment mm-hmm. so what are you talking about that you're so scared you won't get chosen how do you think all them black guys in the house there's only six of them <laughs> and 25 guys right they really are thinking is she gonna choose exactly me? so ain't nobody crying a river for you and your long hair go sit down and he ended up getting a rose anyway yep. so really go have several seats mr leo so roses 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 the last rose ends up going to Chris, who was standing right next to Chase. <laughs> and this was my Becca UI moment when she eliminated okay. Chris. And she, no, not Chris, Chase. Oh, sorry, Chase. Chase. Oh my God, not my, my boo, gospel Chris, Chase. Because <laughs> she just didn't want a Demario. <laughs> she just yeah. didn't want that situation. And so no. she just nipped it in the bud. And yeah. the fact that she nipped two of those situations in the bud in one yes. night. Yes. Yeah. You are a girl. Yeah, because what she could have, I would, I wouldn't have been shocked if Chase got a rose, Mm -hmm. because that in my head would have been like a, like a producer pick. You know, they keep stupidness around just for the drama. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But she was like, nope, I'm not doing this. Send his ass home and send this other dude that y'all scraped up from my friend network <laughs> send his ass home to you yeah. because we're not doing this so yeah Becca's alright um so we do have to say goodbye to some POCs mm-hmm. Darius Darius had to go home who you know he was not our favorite going into the no. season cause he was you know looking her up and down like she was a snack on after the final rose we didn't really get to see much of him yeah. but you know, he's got to go. He went home. Yeah. And um, Christian. 
Ugh. Christian, born in Mexico, deep voice, mm-hmm. fine accent. Didn't get to see much of him. He had to go. Um, so saying goodbye to those. And then also Camille. Oh, he had who, to go. <laughs> he had to go because that nigga ain't shit. Mm-hmm. He had to go. He kept going on and on about how embarrassed he was. Yeah. He just cares about his image. Exactly. Like that's all. He's the social media participant. Right. Foolishness person. So he definitely had to go. Grant also had to go. Just not yeah, cute. Boring. <laughs> Chase went. We know. Mm-hmm. And Joe. Oh, this broke my heart. Oh, Joe. You heart. won't get to live out your the grocery store. <laughs> no, I will. I'm going to find him in or, Chicago. I mean, <laughs> You are listening Joe. for whatever reason yeah. to this podcast. Uh, holla at your girl. Two black girls, one rose at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sad yeah, we didn't get sad. to see like a hometown or like a like a one on one date with him. Like, yeah, I really want to see more really of him. Sad. And I think on the last episode, I had him as one of my hometown Me too. predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you too. So, peace out to Joe. And uh, as they're walking out, the sun is shining. Yep. <laughs> That's how you know all these people right now. They are all delirious mm-hmm. at this point. Because they are drunk, hungry, yep. and haven't slept in a smooth 48 hours. So, <laughs> I feel so bad for them. So, you know, it was the longest night ever. And that was the premiere episode. That was My it. God. We do have a preview, though. Yeah. A pretty epic looking preview. Good one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, we know the Bachelor producers or the Bachelor editors yeah. deserve all kinds of Oscars and Academies. Yeah. So, this season can really be a dud, but they at least make the preview look like fire. Mm-hmm. So, Becca, so from the preview, first of all, Becca, her styling is always on point. Amazing. Did you notice? Every, every outfit she has on, hairstyle, yeah. everything that is to come, she just looks impeccable. Mm-hmm. So, that I super appreciate. We see a lot of Becca and Wills. Very Wills exciting. with the Harry Potter uh, tattoo. Yep. We got Jean Blanc saying he's falling in love. So here's a prediction of mine. Okay. Right, are we doing predictions yet or no? Yeah, we'll go them. right ahead. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jean Blanc is going to pull it to you. And he's going to say that he has feelings for Ms. Girl. Oh, God. But next next yeah, week? Two weeks. <laughs> God. Okay, so we can't read too much into nope. this. This Jean Blanc saying he's falling in love. Nope. Because one would assume if you're saying you're falling in love, that means you're you've made it to at least episode like five or six. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no. If he's yeah, if he has Tia tendencies, then that's probably coming next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have Jean Blanc saying he's falling in love. We have Blake saying he's falling in love. No surprise. We have Colton saying he's in, in love. love. Like, de- which just declared statement. Shattered my heart. Aww. And we also see Colton on a boat with Becca. Yep. A bo- one-on-one boat dates, that usually is like, you've made yeah. it to the top four. Far in, yeah. You're far in. If you're on a, a yacht and it's one-on-one, then you, you've really made it far. Yep. So we know Colton's going to be there for a while. Then we got Becca bawling her eyes out um and then we have a whole lot of lincoln 
who yeah. abl- apparently is going to be this season's villain. villain. <laughs> what? Yeah. No one saw that coming. No, he said it to be like Lincoln, the cute one. Yeah, yeah. look, it's been the cute one with the little accents. All nervous. Fan favorite. Yeah. All nervous. People, someone in the preview called him a pathological liar. And there's just a lot of scenes of him looking just devious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lincoln's going to be a villain, which is very disappointing to see. And I just never want to see any person of color painted no. in a, a bad light no. on this here show. So he better be a true, true villain. Yeah, this better if, be personality based. Yeah, right. Just personal. Like he's an actual pathological liar. Right. He's doing some nonsense yeah. that nobody can stand by, even if he is black. So interested to see what that's going to be um we see jordan the fucking oh, yeah, model the from model. crystal river yeah. quote-unquote model he's on a it looks like a two-on-one with the chicken suit dude yeah so that's gonna be a thing um we see colton mm-hmm. on a one-on-one dinner with becca where he reveals that he's a virgin and he says that he's nervous about doing um what is this what is it called again oh yes they yeah he was nervous about doing a fantasy fantasy suite, suite. so he makes it really far he makes it very yes they oh yeah i didn't even think about mm-hmm. that he may if he's contemplating fantasy suites and talking about virginity and all that stuff that means he makes it two fantasy yeah suites. like he, he's like oh shit i'm going I'm going and I need to he basically had a whole moment where he reveals to her that he's never had sex and he's not he said he's not saving himself for marriage he's just waiting for the right one Mm -hmm. so when he said this I literally because I'm already obsessed with him like (laughs) I stood up like screamed at the television screen and then blacked out because like (laughs) I just really admire that that is such a unicorn of a man Mm -hmm. Like, at that age, I don't even know what age he is. 20-whatever. If He could even be 21. A yeah. man that looks like that, you just assume that he's that he's been having sex since, like, high mm-hmm. school. So for him to have remained a virgin and is true to his values and that he's just looking for the right woman, mm-hmm. very admirable and just makes him even more attractive to me. Um so yeah I just oh god just beside myself with Colton <laughs> can't um so after I woke up from my blackout I, I missed some stuff from, I literally blacked out after he did his whole reveal um I might have missed some stuff but we have Becca just like talking to the guy saying all she wants is honesty yes so there's gonna be a whole bunch of I don't know if she's talking about Lincoln, Lincoln, his pathological mm-hmm. lying, or other guys are just going to be just straight douchebags. Um, and then there's this whole dramatic, dramatic scene where someone's being carted off in an ambulance. Yeah. And someone mentioned something about Blake, I yeah, think, there's being like in a pool a of blood. Blake blacked out and a pool of blood everywhere. Blood or... Because oh, you know these master editors, you already know. I know. Every know. season, there's like an ambulance. Yes. And every season, it's someone who, like buck their toe and like tripped on a rock and like all of a sudden it's like this dramatic scene with the ambulance i can't um and then at the end we see becca saying that she's in love with two guys Mm -hmm. we don't know if she tells them she's both in love 
because that would have been and that could oh, be what her, Ari where did. she feels like yeah, yeah she did what Ari did we don't know um but yeah at the end we also just see a whole lot more of colton and a few more clips of wills a lot so of wills, wills. wills in multiple yeah. outfits on a beach right so sign. that has to be multiple dates so that means yep. wills might be on a vacation a spot that's a that's a good sign right yep. right that means he made it to some destination dates mm-hmm. And that was the episode. So good. So good. I'm so excited for this season. Yeah, me too. I have so many like strong feelings about a lot of the guys in the mm-hmm. house. Good, bad. I mean, it ranges from Colton, who I'm like gonna have babies with. <laughs> yeah. To Garrett, who like at this point we can burn them at the <laughs> stake. I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, and everything in between. I'm just very excited for this mm-hmm. season. Um, so that's the episode, guys. Yay. We'll be back next week, of course. We want to remind you to please rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening to us on. Um, you could also always interact with us uh, by email, Twitter, and Facebook now. Yeah. Our Twitter, we do live tweet, and we just tweet a whole bunch of mess throughout the week. Our Twitter is... Um, the handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. And our email address is the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Yep. And search two black girls, one rose on Facebook. And we'll be back next week. The Bachelorette is here, y'all. It's on, guys. It's on and popping. It's going to be a good one. Oh, my God. Ooh, I love it. How am I going to sleep now? I'm, like, so sauced up on this one. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Until next week, guys. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.